Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us, Lord. Thank you for this blessed day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that this is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this day of victory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you speak to us, Lord. I pray that you speak to our hearts, Lord. I pray that you speak to us, Lord. I pray that you touch us, Lord. Touch us, Lord, and give us your word, Lord. Give us your word, Lord. Give us your manner, Lord, I pray. Lord, without you giving, Lord, we have nothing, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you give us your word, Lord. Give us your word, Lord. Lord, I pray that you give us your word, Lord. Give us your bread from heaven, Lord. Give us, Lord, your living water. Jesus, I pray. Lord, our hands are empty without you, Lord. Without your filling, Lord. Our hands are empty, Lord. I pray that you fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord, so that we can feed many, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Fill us, Lord, with your wisdom. Fill our mouths with your wisdom, Lord, so that we can feed many, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you put your words in our mouths, Lord, so we can praise you. So we can praise you, Lord. So we can praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the middle of the Red Sea, thank you, Jesus. We will praise your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the middle of the Red Sea, thank you, Jesus. Miriam and Moses praised you with the Israelites. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Before we see the end of our enemies, Jesus, we will praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We see it by faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You will give us the expected end. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In you we have life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your vengeance, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your great plan, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your great plan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There is joy in the presence of the King. Hallelujah. There is joy in the presence of the King. Thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here, Lord. Thank you for your presence that is here, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence that is here, Lord, with us. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, the God of our salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, the God of our salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The rock of all ages, our mighty fortress. Thank you, Lord. A mighty fortress is our God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. There is power in your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Thank you, Lord. The righteous run into it, and they are safe, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your name. Thank you, Lord, for your name. Thank you, Jesus, for your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We hide ourselves in your name, Jesus. We hide ourselves in your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your name's sake, Lord. Lead us in the paths of righteousness, Lord. For your name's sake, Jesus. For your name's sake, Lord. There is power in the name of Jesus. And we choose, Lord, to hide in your name. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord, for your word, Jesus. We praise you for your word, Jesus. I pray that you speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our hearts, Lord. We only want to hear your voice, Lord, and nothing else, Jesus. That's all we want, Lord. That's all we want, Lord. I pray, speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us and feed us, O Lord. I pray, Lord. Touch us, Lord. Renew our spirits, Lord. Renew our hearts. Renew our minds, Lord. We humble ourselves in your presence, Lord. Jesus, we come before you. We come before you, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that you feed us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you continue to be with us, Father. Continue to be with us, Lord. Lord, as we tarry in your presence, Lord, I pray. I pray, Lord, that you fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord, to the overflow. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we want, Lord. Nothing less, Lord. Fill us, Lord, to the overflow in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I bring this word before you, Lord. Lord Jesus, the word that you have given, Lord, I bring before you. Lord, I ask you that you touch it, Lord. I pray that you anoint it, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your spirit will carry it, Lord, into the hearts of your people, Lord. Jesus, I pray that you speak to them, Lord, and touch them, Lord. Touch them with your word. Thank you for this word, Lord. Thank you for this word, Lord. Thank you for this word, Lord. I pray that you do something, Lord. Do something new, Lord. Do something new, Lord. Jesus, I pray, use this word, Lord, the word which is going to be given now and after, Lord, I pray. Use these words of thine, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Set the hearts of your children on fire, Lord, I pray. Use these words of thine, Jesus. Set the hearts of your children on fire, Lord, I pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you set ablaze the torch, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, so we can run for you, so we can fight for you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I commit myself into your hands, Lord. I, I commit your people into your hands, Lord. We commit ourselves into your hands, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you be with us this hour, Lord. Be with us this hour, Lord. I thank you and I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 22 Matthew chapter 22 and we're going to read from verse 1 through 14 Matthew chapter 22 verses 1 through 14 we must pay close attention to this parable which Jesus is teaching over here in the section it's a very deep parable, the parable of the wedding feast. There's so much depth in the words of Jesus, especially the words of Jesus. They contain life and that more abundantly. Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king 
who arranged the marriage for his son, and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. There is a reason why the Lord has given us this section to read today. It's a very, very important story, filled with much. Jesus is comparing the kingdom of heaven to the story in this parable. In this parable we see there's so much going on. Everyone is busy in this parable. From the king to his son to his servants to his enemies, everyone is busy. There's much going on. In the spiritual world, everyone is busy. God is busy. Satan is busy. The angels of God are busy. The demons are busy. And in our world, everyone is busy. This earth is connected with the spiritual world. Everyone is busy. Believe it or not, everyone is busy. By default, if someone is not doing the will of God, they are doing the will of Satan. Everyone is moving. Everyone is moving towards their destiny. That's why the Word of God says, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. In verse 14 it says, For many are called, but few are chosen. The call goes to all. God's heart is for the world. That's why 
In John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world, for God so loved the world, that He gave His only, His one and only Son. God's call is on the lives of every human being for salvation and for His glorious purposes in His kingdom. The call goes to all. And we see in this parable, we're going to look here and see the kinds of people who are invited to the wedding. So I'm going to read from verse 3. Actually, verse... Yes, verse 3. And sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. So we see, we see a group of people in this parable who directly said, we're not coming. We're not coming to the wedding. We have nothing to do with it. We see people here who made light of it. They went their ways. They went to do their own thing. One to his farm, another to his business. It may not look like they're doing anything evil. They're making light of it. They're going their way, one to his farm, another to his business. But they're despising the call of the king. And we see another group of people who abused the servants of the king and killed them. Is one better than the other? God is just. God is a God of love, but He is also a God of justice. We see both groups despise the call of the king both of them were against the king in their own ways. And we see the king full of justice. This is how God is. God loves all people. God sends out his word. He calls the people. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. Jesus lifted up his voice and said, he cried out, whoever thirsts, let him come. Those who would come would drink and they would live. But to those who would despise the call of God, their lives would be miserable. We see despising the call of God, people despising and going about their own ways, and we also see not only despising, but going against the servants of the king. Both are evil. Yes, both are evil. But there is something about deliberately going against the king and his servants. Both groups, the people who made light of the call and those who abused the servants of the king, both were against the king, but one group went deliberately against the king's servants and the king, killing the king's servants, and the king brought justice. He burned up their city, 
and he killed those murderers. We're going to look at verse 8. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. So the first two groups that we saw, one group was a group of people who despised the call of the king, went about doing their own thing, and then the other group where they not only did not receive the invitation of the king, but they deliberately went against killing the servants. Those are two groups, but both are against the king in their own way. So these are people who did not receive the invitation. They did not receive. And now, going through the other verses, we see, but there are some people who came. There are some people who received the invitation and, and came. Among the people who came, there is also going to be a division. Among the people who responded to the call of the king, there is a division. When God calls us for salvation and we respond, that's a glorious thing. After the initial process of salvation, though, it's not all over. Every day, God calls us. Every day, God calls us to walk with Him. Every day, He invites us to His banqueting table. Every day, we have a choice. Every day, we have a choice to say yes to God or to say no. We're all desiring to be in the will of God. That's why we're all here. That's why we're all praying. That's why we're all fasting. But even among those who are saved, even among those who are walking with God, when I say walking with God, I'm not saying like how Abraham walked with God so closely. I'm saying in terms of what people call Christianity. Among Christians, so-called Christians, there is a division. That's what we're going to see here. The wedding hall was filled with guests. Now verse 11. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Even among the people who came in, 
Why is there a division? In verse 14 it says, For many are called, but few are chosen. We know that God is not a God of partiality. God is a fair God. He wants all people to be saved. That's why it says many are called. The call goes to all. But how does the choosing happen? Who's in charge of the choosing process? That is something we're going to look at today. This is something that we've heard about many times, many times in this church. But for whatever reason, God wants to bring it up again today. That's the reason why it's being brought up. So we're going to look at another parable which Jesus taught, a shorter one. Matthew chapter 13, verse 47. Matthew chapter 13, verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which, when it was full, they drew to shore, and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. I'm going to read it again from verse 47. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which, when it was full, they drew to shore, and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. So, in verse 47 we see that all kinds of creatures were brought into the net. There's a division between those who are brought into the net and those who are not brought into the net. People who are believers, people who are unbelievers. But among those who are brought into the net, those who say, Lord, Lord, Jesus is Lord, those who are supposedly brought in to the fold, among them there is a division. Who is in charge of this selection process? Who decides who is good and who is bad? Who should be discarded and who should stay? Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But who? He who does the will of my Father in heaven. So, the selection process is very fair very fair if God says this person must die it is for a reason God's heart is for all to be saved but who chooses whether they want to live or die the choice is ours God does the division but we decide whether we want to be among the good or the bad Good and bad are not just people who just say in their words, I hate God. And then people who say, I love God. Those are words. Words matter, but when it comes to actual life, there's a lot more. The heart, the motives, the actions, the thoughts. The choice 
is ours. That's why the Word of God says, Choose ye this day whom you will serve. God doesn't force His will on people. And by the way, God's will is always the best, the best for us. We're going to look at two examples briefly to see how the selection process works. How people choose where they want to be and how God chooses. Who do you want to be and where do you want to be? That's important. Who do you want to be and where do you want to be? Based on who you want to be, that's where you're going to be. If you want to live for self, you're going to automatically end up outside God's camp. There's no middle ground. We must understand, there's no middle ground. There's either serving God in His camp or serving Satan. There's no middle ground. If we want to be God's children, we have to abide in His camp. And there's only one other option which we don't want to choose. So we're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 16. And we're going to read from verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 16, from verse 1. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill me. But the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I named to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said and went to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So, from verse 6 onwards, we're going to see how the selection process takes place. Who is doing the choosing here? Who's doing the selection here? Is God fair or is he partial? We know the answer already, but we're going to look at this example. Verse 6. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see 
as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah pass by. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, There remains yet the youngest, and there he is, keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ready with bright eyes and good-looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Praise be to God. So we see here, God is choosing who will stand before him as king of Israel. Now, as we know, God is not a God of partiality. Samuel looked at Eliab and he thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. This must be the one. But the Lord said, I have refused him. Why? Why did God refuse Eliab? God said, For the Lord does not see as man sees. If God says he refused somebody, there is no question there. For the Lord sees the hearts. The Lord loves more than any human being can love. So if God says, This person I have refused, at that point, we can't say, Lord, please, 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 Lord, please, please select that person. God, God's ways are perfect. We cannot question His ways. He is just. He is loving. And we see all of these sons of Jesse were not selected. But we see that David was chosen. Did David just happen to be chosen because he looked good? Because he was the youngest? No. David had a part in choosing where he wanted to be and who he wanted to be. His brothers also had a choice who they wanted to be and where they wanted to be. According to the choices which they made, God did his part of the selection process. David's heart was after God. David was a man after God's own heart. Very diligent in the ways of the Lord. A man who spent time in the presence of the Lord. Very faithful. He chose to be a man after God's own heart. 
Therefore the Lord chose to exalt him, because he knew, if I exalt David, David will fulfill the purpose for which I have exalted him. So we see over here how God is so fair, how God is so merciful. Now we're going to look at one more example. We're going to turn our Bibles to Genesis, the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 6. And we're going to read from verse 5. Genesis chapter 6 from verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the hearts of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. I'm going to read that verse again. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Remember in the passage where God selected David? He said to Samuel, Man sees the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. In verse 5 over here we're seeing that God saw how wicked man was in the days of Noah to the point that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Verse 6 And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah had a choice to make, and he made it. He made it well. He made a wise choice to find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Out of all the people who were wicked on the face of the earth, there was this man standing alone who found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. He was like David, a man after God's own heart. Because he chose to be God's own, God chose to use him for his great purposes. God chose to spare his life. Being chosen is not only about becoming somebody. It's not only about doing something for God. But it's also a matter of making it to heaven. Making it to heaven is the most important thing. 
And in order to make it to heaven, we must be found doing God's will. We must be found among the faithful. Jesus said, When the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? May God help us to be among those who have faith, those who are diligent in our walk with God. First of all, to be pleasing in the sight of the Lord in our lives, in our hearts, every part of us, our attitudes, our thoughts, our words, everything may be pleasing in the sight of God. And when we please the heart of God and we choose to be His own, God will take us. God Himself will take us. He will form us. And He will use us for His great and mighty purposes. Just like David, just like Noah. And Remember the parables which Jesus taught, where the division takes place, not only between unbelievers and believers, but between people who are called Christians. In that group of Christians, who is faithful? God scans the earth with the desire to find those whose hearts are loyal towards Him. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and His ears are open to their cries. If we want God to hear our prayers and to move mightily in our midst, we must make sure that we are where God wants us to be and that we are who God wants us to be. Are we on the Lord's side in our hearts? Not just by words, but in our hearts. In our lives, are we proving to God that we are on His side? Are we found among the faithful? Are we found doing His will? Day and night, Everyone is busy. People are busy. God is busy. The enemy is busy. Do you want to be found? Do you want to be found doing the will of the Father? That is the best place you can be. Found doing the will of the Father. When Jesus was on the face of this earth... His whole goal was to be in the will of the Father. That's how He became such a blessing to all of mankind. May we be found among those who are doing the will of the Master. May we be found among the faithful. May we be found among those who are on the Lord's side, who are in God's army, may we be found faithful 
then God will hear our prayers. The Word of God says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven. Every day we must examine our hearts, our motives, and see if we are truly standing with the King of Kings. Each day God calls us to walk with Him. And each day we have a choice. Whether we want to continue being His children, whether we want to walk with Him or not. Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. Do not harden your hearts. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. As we cry out to God and ask Him to move on our behalf, we must continually make sure we are pleasing in His sight in every way. When our prayers are holy, when our lives are a prayer to God full of holiness, then our words will move God's heart and God will move heaven and earth on our behalf. Praise be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a choice, Lord, to choose who we want to be and where we want to be, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, each day, Lord, to make the choice to walk with you, Lord. To walk with you hand in hand, Jesus. Help us not to ever betray you, Lord. Help us not to ever leave your fold, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being faithful. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, we choose, Lord, to walk with you. We want to be on your side, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We choose to remain on your side, Lord. Lord, I pray if there's anything that is not pleasing to you, Lord, in our lives, I pray that you reveal it to us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to sanctify ourselves, Lord, so that you can do greater things, Lord, so that our prayers, Lord, will continue to move your heart, Lord. Jesus, I pray that you continue, Lord, to speak to us, Lord. Continue, Lord, to speak to us, Lord. Minister to our hearts, Lord. And I pray that you help us, Lord, to be doers of your word, not only people who hear, Lord, but help us to do, Lord. Help us to do. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you bring up these things, Lord, over and over again. Even things that we may have heard before, you bring them up again. Time and time again, Lord. You know what we need and when we need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for satisfying our every need, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you continue to speak to us, Lord. Continue to speak to us, Lord. 
And I pray that you bless the rest of this night, Lord. Bless your children. Bless your people. Bless each one of us, Lord. And I pray that as your servant gives the word, Lord, as pastor gives the word, I pray that you touch us, Lord, touch us even more in an even greater way, Lord. Move us, Lord, to greater heights. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you bless the rest of this night, Lord. Bless tomorrow, Lord. Bless all of next week, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being with us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a blessed time in your presence to pour out our hearts before you, Lord, and to hear your word. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be faithful till the end. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Help us to be faithful like you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I praise you and I thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name.